all the news, I'm Tian Yu. A Chinese diplomat has called for mutual respect and sincerity for the steady development of Sino-Ukrainian relations. Chinese Vice Foreign Minister Sun Weidong met Ukrainian Ambassador to China Pavlo Ryabikin on Monday. Ryabikin stressed the importance of developing Ukraine-China ties, saying his country is committed to the One China principle and closer bilateral cooperation. The two sides also exchanged views on issues of common concern, including the Ukraine crisis. Ukraine and Hungary have moved towards organizing a meeting between the leaders of the two countries. The head of the Ukrainian president's office met the Hungarian foreign minister in the Ukrainian city of Uchharit. The two sides said the meeting between Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky and Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban will open a new page in bilateral relations. Russian President Vladimir Putin has called for joint efforts with Belarus to ensure equal and indivisible security for both countries. Putin was speaking during a meeting of the Supreme State Council of the Union State in St. Petersburg. He also said both countries are committed to deepening mutually beneficial integration within the Union State. Belarusian President Alexander Lukashenko stressed the Union State's role in the global stage, saying it is necessary to eliminate all barriers that hinder the mutual supply of goods between the two countries. Pakistan and Iran have agreed to establish a high-level consultative framework to oversee the progress in various areas of bilateral cooperation, including counter-terrorism. The foreign ministers of the two countries say they will lead the platform and meet in Iran and Pakistan alternatively. The White House says the U.S. is not looking for a war with Iran or seeking to escalate tensions in the Middle East. This comes after a deadly drone attack by Iran-backed militants, which killed three U.S. soldiers and wounded more than 40 troops. This is the first deadly strike against U.S. troops since the Gaza conflict erupted in October. Nathan King has more. Yeah, Tower 22, no one's really heard of it, but it's on that very uh, porous border between Jordan, Iraq and Syria. Officially, about 350 personnel there, uh, largely for counter-terrorism efforts, they say, the American armed forces against forces uh, like ISIS. Now, this is Islamic Resistance Army in Iraq claiming responsibility, a newish group. Uh, The Pentagon say they have uh, the backing of Iran. That's rejected uh, by Tehran and said they didn't have any influence in the operation at all. But with the first American dead since the Israel-Hamas war uh, in response to the October 7th attack, this is obviously stepping up a little. Deterrence has essentially failed for the U.S. Italy has pledged around 5.5 billion euros to support its initiatives to help economic development in Africa. The pledge came during the first Italy-Africa summit held at Italy's Senate in Rome. Italian Prime Minister Giorgio Meloni called the Mate Plan a new strategic partnership with African nations. The plan aims to transform Italy into a regional energy hub while speeding up the development of African economies and slowing the arrival of migrants in Europe. Giles Gibson reports from Rome. Well, in the Italian Prime Minister Giorgio Meloni's speech to the delegates gathered inside the Italian Senate building, we got a lot of sort of the, the big picture, her long-term vision, but really still not very much in terms of the fine details, you know, exactly where these investments will be made, exactly what the projects will be in different countries in Africa. We saw Giorgio Meloni in her speech talking about the slogan for this summit, a bridge for common growth, and also saying that her plan is to turn Italy into a natural hub for energy 
supply for the whole of Europe. So not just natural gas, but the plan is also to bring in solar power and other renewable energy from Africa, across Italy and then out into the rest of Europe. Billionaire entrepreneur Elon Musk says that his neurotech startup Neuralink has implanted its device in a human for the first time. He says the patient is recovering well, with initial results showing promising neurospike detection. The company is developing a brain implant that aims to help patients with severe paralysis control external technologies using only neural signals. And that's the news. I'm Tian Yu.